The following is another Power 99 Sports presentation. KKPR Sports presents High School Basketball. Offensive rebound, Palmer won't go. Offensive rebound, Hadwiger, and they'll kick it out. Back inside the Shockey. Bounce pass, Hadwiger wide open, and it's good. Today is live coverage of the Amherst Holiday Tournament featuring Carney Catholic, North Platte St. Pat's, Ogallala, and the host Broncos. High School Basketball on KKPR is brought to you by the Power 99 Sports Club. Little zone trap. Stars take extra time. Get across the timeline. Gross right to the right corner. What a pass to the cutter. O'Brien right block lays it up and in. That is finding a seam where there wasn't much of one. Our first doubleheader pits Carney Catholic against North Platte St. Pat's, while the nightcap features the host Broncos battling Ogallala. It's the Amherst Holiday Tournament coming up next, but first is the Hogemeyer Hybrids pregame show. We'll take you live to Amherst with KKPR Sports Director Doug Duda right up to this word from Hogemeyer Hybrids. This broadcast is made possible by Terry and Jason Stark, your Hogemeyer Independent Representatives. Hogemeyer has over 80 years of legacy in products, service, and performance. While winning isn't everything at the high school level, it sure makes things a lot more interesting. To put a winning team to work for you with deep roots and a shared vision, call Terry and Jason Stark of Cutting Edge Seed and Chemical. Your Hogemeyer Independent Representatives, 627-1064. And good afternoon slash evening once again, everyone. We're back for the final game of this opening day of the Amherst Holiday Tournament here on Power 99 as the Amherst and Ogallala boys get ready to do battle. Ogallala comes in undefeated and ranked 10th in the updated Omaha World Herald C1 rankings, maybe one of the surprise teams in the state of Nebraska. So far today, your winners, the Ogallala and North Platte St. Pat's girls and the Kearney Catholic boys. We'll be back and give you the starting lineups for tonight's final game right after this. At Stockman's Bar and Grill in Amherst, enjoy daily lunch specials. Plus, don't miss Friday and Saturday nights where Stockman's features their prime rib special, which includes a baked potato and salad bar, too. Stockman's Bar and Grill, Amherst. Good luck, Broncos. Five stations. Boom 30 KHS. KSS. Hastings. KXPN Carney. The Breeze 94.5. Classic Hits. Power 99. One team. Platte River Preps. Platte River Preps. PlatteRiverPreps.com. Powered by Platte River Radio. Local sports, your music. The dream of every American farmer is to watch the family farm being passed on from generation to generation. CHS wants to be the company that helps that dream come true. Farmers know CHS Agronomy is who they can trust and count on. When you do business with CHS and Holdridge, you're connecting to agronomic expertise. Your CHS Agronomy Department can help you with everything from chemical, fertilizer, seed, and precision ag. People and resources you can count on always and always here at chsholdridge.com. Farmer owned with Global Connections. Time now for the starting lineups brought to you by Five Points Bank, the better bank in Kearney for Ogallala. Number one is a 6'1 senior, Trey Rezac. Number zero, six-foot senior, Evan Allen Maynard. Number two, 6'4 junior, Clayton Murphy. Number five, 6'2 junior, Carter Brown. And number 32, Cameron Raffelli. The head coach in his first year is Andy Gillen. As we said, the Indians come in with a record of 7-0, ranked 10th in class C1. For the Amherst Broncos, number two, six-foot sophomore, Kalen Rohde. Number 11, six-one sophomore, Colton Vavra. Number 14, 5'10", senior, Jared Ivey. Number 20, six-one sophomore, Tanner Thompson. And number 23, 
Six-foot junior, Dominic Esperson. The head coach is Eric Rippin, assisted by Les Adelung, Larry Lichty, Jaden Ford, and Jordan Cox. They are one and six, and we will tip things off after this timeout. You've been listening to the Hogemeyer Hybrids pregame show. Oh, I can't believe it. Are you kidding me? Out here in the middle of nowhere, Mom and Bramps will kill me. What's that, girl? Call Carney Towing and Repair? Because they'll get us home from anywhere. But I don't have their number. 308-236-9951. Thanks, girl. 24-hour towing. Certified repair. No matter why, no matter where. 308-236-9951. Lock it in. Carney Towing and Repair. Ogallala will win the opening tip here and go with a backdoor lob almost at alley-oop, but the shot is no good, and the rebound brought down by Kalen Rohde. Jumper on the baseline is no good by Jared Ivey. A quick start to the basketball game is going to go out of bounds to Ogallala. Glad to have you along with us here on Power 99 and online at PlatteRiverPreps.com. All of our games streamed at PlatteRiverPreps.com, brought to you by Barney Insurance, Kearney, Lexington, Holdridge, and Lincoln. Ogallala averaging over 70 points per basketball game. The All-Orange with black numerals gets it over to Rezac on the left wing, dumps it down the low block, turnaround jumper off the glass, up and in by Raffelli, a member of this team last year and one of the starters. But they do bring in a couple of new uh, faces here. Brown, Murphy, some good players as they'll put on some uh, zone trap pressure here. Ball gets into the front court, and a reach-in foul going to be called, trying to knock it away on Allen Mater, Evan Allen Mater. Committing the personal foul. So they'll lob it into the corner. A team that always likes to shoot the three. The first one of the game is no good by Thompson. The rebound is brought down by Ogallala. Fast break. Missed the layup at the other end. Looking for some help. They'll get the offensive rebound again by Raffelli. Kick it underneath. They're getting some quick shots up on a reach-in foul. will send Rezac to the line. So Rezac goes to the free throw line to shoot a pair of free throws. The first foul of the game called on Amherst will go against Jared Ivey. And the free throw is up, and it is good. Ogallala hoping to get off to a quick start here and put one away. We really didn't see that in any of our games today where a team went out and put it away, even though the St. Pat girls were up by 20 in the third quarter. They had it cut to 11 at one point. Second free throw is no good. And Amherst will bring down the rebound here with Tanner Thompson. Ball stolen away in the backcourt. First turnover for Amherst. Three on one. Kick it over to the wing. Three-pointer is on the way, but no good. Another offensive rebound put back up and in by Raffelli. And you can already tell right now that the Amherst Broncos are going to have to do a better job on the glass here against this quick Ogallala team. Five to nothing Indians. Fast break the other way. Quick pull-up jumper off the glass. Is up and in, and the Broncos are on the board with Dominic Esperson. Hitting the first shot of the evening here for the Broncos in their own holiday tournament with some new nifty home uniforms. They're all white with just kind of a red outline. They're not the easiest to see, but they are pretty nifty. Three-pointer at the other end is no good that time by Alan Mater, and the rebound brought down by the Broncos, and Tanner Thompson has another one. Gets it into the hands of Esperson. Still in the backcourt here to Rohde. Rohde gets through the double team, and then his pass is going to be behind his teammate and out of bounds. Second turnover for Amherst. So, again, kind of one of those things we talked about in the girls' game. Backwards is not necessarily ever good. You want to keep moving forwards, and that's exactly what happened there. Throwing the ball backwards, your teammate's coming forward, it goes right behind him. Driving is going to be Brown. Kicks it over on the right wing, 
Short jumper on the right side is up and in by Raffelli. Boy, he is eating it up early on. He's got six of their seven points, seven to two, three on one, breaking the press, but Amherst drops the ball right off their leg and out of bounds. So if Amherst wants to run, and they need to, they're going to need to to get past this Ogallala defense. They've got to handle the basketball a little bit better. Three turnovers here in the early going. Seven to two, Ogallala, five and a half to go in quarter number one. Ogallala trying to turn the corner here. They've come into this holiday tournament around 500 quite often, and again, they just haven't had a whole lot of success. This would be the first time if Ogallala boys do win this game that they're favored in that the boys and girls have ever won uh, in the same year in the first round. Ogallala basketball being a little more patient this time on offense. With it is Brown. Brown dishes it off, kicks it back on the outside from Alan Mater. Skip pass left side with the basketball, looking for some room. It's Tuttle. Jerron gets the ball taken away. Ogallala's first turnover, and up the floor with it is going to be Thompson. Thompson to the trailer, back in the left-hand corner. He'll find Elo. Josh is in. He has his shot blocked out of there by Raffelli, and the ball's going to go out of bounds. And we've got a foul call because of that on Amherst. Tanner Thompson with his first and the team's second. 7-2 just underway here. Ogallala boys leading it with 4.40 to go in the first quarter of play here in the Amherst Holiday Tournament. The winner gets St. Pat's. Ogallala's already beaten them this year. Spin move, nothing there. Kick it into the corner to Alan Mater. Mater drives the left baseline, rolls it off the rim. It's up and in. So Evan Alan Mater makes it 9-2. Ogallala up by 7. Amherst doing a good job of moving the ball into the front court. Two on one, making some room, putting the shot up no good. Offensive rebound, blocked again. Thompson did a little too much trying to guard his left hand to shove the defender out of the way instead of actually getting a shot away. And Ogallala called for a carry on the way up. So that'll be their second turnover, and Amherst will inbound a basketball. Ogallala kind of playing the brand of basketball that Amherst has played the last several years. But as we said, Amherst with a whole lot of new faces, and on the inbound, they overthrow everybody. And so Ogallala will get the ball back underneath their own hoop. 9-2 in favor of the Indians. And to throw it in on the baseline is going to be Carter Brown. Brown kicks it out on the wing. Nothing there. Gets it to Tuttle. Back over the left side to Brown. Brown with the headband, tries to go with a one-hand pass inside. It's going to be taken away by Tanner Thompson. So Thompson has looked pretty good here in the early going for Amherst. Drive in, kick to nobody in particular. Kalen Rohde throws it away, and that'll lead to an uncontested layup at the other end for Carter Brown. So five Amherst turnovers early on, and Ogallala is off to the start that they had hoped for, 11-2. Rohde trying to bring it up one-on-one, got the ball tipped, got it back. Into the front court with it, kicking into the right-hand corner to Thompson. Now to the Esperson. Esperson's 15-footer, no good. Rebound brought down by the Indians. Outlet pass underneath. Short jumper up and in, and a foul to go along with it. Murphy on the rebound, and then the long outlet pass down the floor. Gets it to Alan Mater. He's got a chance at a three-point play. Foul's going to be called here on Josh Elo. His first and the team's third. Free throw now for Alan Mater. Takes a couple of dribbles and puts it on the way, and it is good. So five points for Alan Mater, and we're going to get a timeout here called by 
Amherst. It is 14-2 Ogallala, 3.22 to go in the first quarter of play. This timeout brought to you by ENT Physicians of Kearney. This is Bob from B&B Carpet and Donovan. So you've been thinking of new flooring but have no idea what you want or need. Let me introduce you to our family with over 50 years combined experience. Russ, Mandy, Donna, and my son Josh. Please come in to see us at B&B and we will do our best to help you choose your new flooring. B&B Carpet and Donovan, where our customers say, that's where we always go. Your local Pioneer team is with you from the word go during harvest season and every season. They have the latest performance data to help select the right corn products for each of your acres next year. Results start with industry-leading genetics, but it all comes down to conducting thousands of local on-farm trials to uncover more insights and maximize yields. When it's go time, work with your local Pioneer team to make the most of every acre with Pioneer brand corn products. Pioneer, with you from the word go. See Impact Seed. Welcome back to the Carney Towing Repair broadcast booth. The Ogallala Indians off to a quick 14-2 start here over Amherst at the Amherst Holiday Tournament. Putting some full-court pressure on, and Amherst will get the ball into Jared Ivey. He goes right back to Kalen Roney. Throws down the middle of the floor to Thompson. Kicks it in the right-hand corner to Esperson. Kicks it back out here to Elo. Need to get a shot. Find Thompson underneath, but he was up too quick, and the ball shoots off the glass. No good. Rebound brought down by Alan Maynard. Gives it off for a three-pointer. That is no good that time. Rebound brought down by the Broncos. Esperson came out of there with it. He'll hand it off to Thompson. Bounce pass into the corner. Nobody's there. Amherst sixth turnover. And checking in for Coach Eric Rippon will be Colton Vavra again, one of the original five starters. The final day of the year. Monday, we will have basketball for you here from the Holiday Tournament on ESPN 1460. Tonight on ESPN College Football, trying to lob it down here to Allen Mater. The ball's tipped off his hands and out of bounds. And now, five new sets of legs coming in there. Clemson beat Notre Dame today 30-3. Alabama and Oklahoma getting underway here at about 7-10. So we will have that for you on ESPN 1460, 15-50. So with some new legs in there, you're going to have some new kids that really want to press and prove themselves here for Ogallala. Top of the key, Rody drives into the paint. Seven-footer, sits on the rim, no good. Ball was in the hands of Amherst, but then knocked out, and it's going to go out of bounds off the Broncos. Into the ball game for Ogallala. There's Quentin Gillen. That is the coach's son. Trey Rizek is back into the ball game. Jalvin Gager comes into the ball game. Gager is in there. Over on the left wing with it now is Corbin Murphy. He's a freshman that is also on the floor here for the Ogallala Indians. Working it around the perimeter, driving right side of the key, kicking it off for a wide-open three. Gager nails it. So even the young guys off the bench able to make contact. And that's the first three of the game. Front court with it, Rody. On the left wing, jump stop is Ivy. Ivy back out to Rody. Hits a hard screen, skip pass over right side to Josh Elo. Double teamed. It's like there's five on seven of the ball stolen away again. Ogallala all the way down. Left-hand runner, no good. Rezac is going to be fouled. And Trey will go to the line to shoot two. Blocking foul called on Jared Ivy, his second. And the team's fourth.
Waiting for everybody to get set. And now Rezac. Left-hander puts the free throw up, and it's good. Two of three at the line here in the first quarter for Trey. Second free throw coming up. And it is on the way, but short. The ball comes right down to the hands of Esperson. Esperson, outlet pass to Elo. Comes across the center circle. Stops there. Swings it back over to Esperson. Comes into the paint. Has some room, but the short right-handed runner is no good. The rebound brought down by Adam Kroger. And then as he tries to make the pass, good defense there by Rohde, and he forces the Yogalala turnover. Five turnovers on the Indians, seven on Amherst. One thirty to go here in the first quarter, but it's 18-2. Ogallala. Lob out top to Vavra. Back over to Thompson. Into the paint. Nice pass looking for some room. And the short jumper is up and in by Vavra on the assist from Thompson. And that'll snap the Ogallala run. At the other end, Rezac tries to go coast-to-coast. He dropped the basketball. Outlet pass. Thompson was open at the other end, but they overthrew him. And out of bounds, of course, the whole Amherst bench was yelling to throw it down the floor, and that gets your juices flowing, puts a little too much on it. And out of bounds it goes. Minute 10 to go here in the first, 18-4, to Ogallala. Ball comes into the hands of Gager. Back up top to Gillen. Into the right-hand corner, Gager. He'll try another three and hit another three. Back-to-back threes here for Javen Gager, and it's 21-4, to Ogallala. 50 seconds to go in the first quarter. Rody into the front court. Three-point line, stops at the top of the key, gets it down on the block. Nothing there for Vavra. He thought about taking the shot, kicks it out. Rody, he'll hit the jumper. Kalen with his first bucket of the ball game. Fast break the other way. Baseball pass down to Gillen. He takes it at the hoop and scores. And that's one thing about Ogallala. You better be paying attention. And now Amherst tries the same thing. They've got a two-on-one, but Thompson gets cut off there. Nice defense by Kroger to not let him get the shot to Rohde. Turnaround jumper from eight. It's going to bounce off the rim no good. And the rebound comes down to Kroger. 15 seconds to go. Long outlet pass. Ogallala dribbles it off their leg but grabs it back. Another three for Gager. It's good. Three in a row for him. Still five seconds to go. Can Esperson get a shot away? No, he can't. And that will be the end of the first quarter of play. And Ogallala looks as good as everybody says they would. It's the Indians 26, Amherst 6 after 1 here on Power 99 and PlatteRiverPreps.com. Husker football left you scratching your head? The Big Rack Shack and Carney can't help you with that, but they can help you with all your powder coating needs. With the area's largest powder coating oven, they can powder, well, just about anything. Whether it's automotive parts, lawn furniture, railings, ag equipment, they do it all. Give the Big Rack Shack a call today, 308-234-4464, for all your powder coat needs. Ryan Trampy is a very proud supporter of all area sports. Ever wonder what sets Channel Seed products apart from other seed? It's a direct connection to Monsanto, a company consistently recognized as a leader in seed and trait technology. Tested globally, locally, and then combined with the latest traits and treatments to ensure performance potential on your acres. Thanks to the farmers, Channel Seed is now the third largest seed corn brand and fourth largest soybean seed brand in the country. Best of luck to all the athletes today from Ryan Trampy, your Channel Seed dealer. And welcome back to the Amherst Holiday Tournament here on Power 99, KKPR-FM, Kearney, Amherst. 
and our friends down the road at Sumner. We are ready to get the second quarter underway. Amherst will have the ball, and they have a tough task here tonight against the undefeated Ogallala Indians, who went out to a 26-6 first quarter lead. Three-pointer Elo in the right-hand corner. Comes up short, no good. Rebound brought down by Kroger. Outlet pass, front court looking for some room is Alan Mater. Inside the shot's no good. Bouncing around. Who's going to get the rebound? It's going to go out of bounds off of Ogallala as Esperson and Brown were battling for position. Don't forget to nominate a Outstanding Athlete of the Month boy and girl at PlatteRiverPreps.com. Brought to you by B&B Carpet of Donovan. Inbounds pass is tipped. Alan Mater found a way to get it. He throws up a circus shot from behind the rim. It's no good. Elo got the rebound. Or, excuse me, Rody got the rebound, and it's stolen right away. And the layup is up and in for Clayton Murphy off that turnover, the ninth of the ball game here for Amherst, and it is 28-6. Rody in the backcourt, stops his dribble, and we're going to get an over-and-back call. Daniel Rischel was right at midcourt. He tried to grab it. The ball kind of dropped away, and he had to step across the timeline to get it. So it is 28-6, and Ogallala will take the ball in in the backcourt. Apparently something happened away from the basket. And one of the officials had a word with one of the Ogallala players. So we're ready to go. Ogallala players seem to listen and nod in agreement. And here's a three-pointer for the Indians up and in. They've hit four in a row. Carter Brown is going to drop that one down. Gager had hit the other three, and then the inbounds pass stolen away. Ogallala looking like the Globetrotters right now, moving the ball around. And another three is up. And it is in. It's like they're layups right now, and a timeout's going to be called here as Brown hits back-to-back threes, and what a start to this basketball game. Eight more points in the first minute 15 here to start the second quarter. A 30-second timeout by Amherst with 6.46 to go in the first half. It's 34-6. This timeout brought to you by ENT Positions of Kearney. Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center, getting you back into the game of life with several locations in Kearney and surrounding areas. Ask your doctor how family physical therapy can improve your quality of life. Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center, excellence in rehabilitation, is a very proud supporter of all of our area athletes, in and out of the game. Locations serving Kearney, Lexington, Minden, Ravana, and Wood River. Well, we told you that Ogallala is averaging over 70 points a game. Amherst is getting 50 points a game. Now, the last two was 44 and 42, but... They can score, but they are just being mobbed by this amoeba defense of Ogallala and just not getting much to go. So Rody's going to drive left-hand scoop shot, no good. Tipping the rebound to himself will be Kroger. That's his fourth, and he'll get rid of the basketball. Up the floor looking for room. The short jumper, no good. There's Kroger with the offensive tip back. It's no good. Alan Mater kicks it out for another three by Carter Brown. How about that? They are moving the ball so quickly. Ogallala's hit six threes in a row by two different players. Bounce pass, backdoor, open this time, and Rischel will lay it up and in on the assist from Esperson. So nice play by Amherst. It's just that Ogallala's going at the speed of sound right now. Left-hand corner faking the three is Tuttle. Tuttle has it knocked away, and Rischel will come away with the steal. That's seven turnovers, Ogallala, but when you play at this pace... You're going to get some, and at 37-8, to eight, they'll take it. Here's a three by Rischel. It is no good. 0 of 3 from downtown. Rebound brought down by Brown, full length of the court pass. He overshoots his teammate, trying to get it to Tuttle, and it is out of bounds. 
So 37-8, Ogallala with the lead, still 5.43 to go in a half. Earlier tonight, the Ogallala girls scored the final four points in a 36-34 win over Amherst. And we hope to talk to Nathan Dietz, the Amherst girls coach, coming up during our Ravenna Sanitation halftime report. Right now, though, Amherst boys trying to find some offense. Rody into the paint, kicks it in there to Vavra, back out of the wing to Thompson. Ivy, Ivy with it. Ivy into the left-hand corner. Elo gets set for a three, and it's home. That Josh Elo buries the three-point bucket, 37-11. Ogallala up by 26. Here's a three quickly on the way at the other end. They finally miss one. Ogallala does, but it's tipped right into the hands of Alan Mater. He tries to throw it into the corner, and there's nobody there. So Ogallala turns it over. Ogallala had hit six straight threes. They're now six of ten. Ivy, Paul on the right wing, trying to save it, needs some help. He's used his dribble up, and finally he finds his teammate Colton Vavra. Back up top, trying to get it to Elo near midcourt. Staying out of the maze, Elo right side picked off. The steal is made that time by Clayton Murphy. Murphy coast to coast, and he'll lay it up and score. Second bucket now for Clayton Murphy, 39-11. to and most of these Amherst turnovers are turning into easy buckets, and now Alan Mater reaches in and commits the personal foul. That's only the second foul of the game on Ogallala. They just happen to both be on him. And Amherst will throw it in in the front court. Ivy with the basketball, left side of the key, brings it to the top of the circle, facing a little bit more of a zone right now from Ogallala. Elo, bounce pass into the paint, turnaround jumper, partially blocked in there on the shot attempt of Vavra, getting a hand on it was Kroger, that'll be his first block, into the front court, Brown, Carter, back to the trailer this time, nothing there, still looking, still holding the ball, back over in the right wing, dump it into the corner to Tuttle, trying to set up a three here, they love shooting the three, driving the baseline, Back out to Alan Mater into the corner. Tuttle for the three. That one is off the heel. No good. Rebound brought down by Dominic Esperson. And we get the ball tipped away. It'll stay with Amherst in the front court. Amherst will lob it into Esperson between the circles. Over to Elo on the left side of the wing. Down 39 to 11. 3.45 to go second quarter. Ivy got free somehow. Drives in and then got his shot blocked by Kroger. Ivy made a nice back cut, and Kroger just waited for him to get in there with some backside help and swatted it out of bounds. So it'll be Amherst ball underneath their own hoop. Looking, bounce pass into the short corner here. Gets it into the hands of Vavra. Vavra's pass knocked away, and then it's going to be tipped, and it's going to be run down. Allen made her all by himself, and he goes in for another uncontested layup. Seven points now for Evan Allen Mater, and it is 41 to 11. That is turnover number 13 for Amherst. Esperson to the corner. Elo hit a three there earlier, but this time it's too strong. Rebound brought down again by Murphy. Tries a baseball pass. It gets deflected, but is grabbed there. Alan Mater gives it back to his teammate and going up and putting it away is going to be Adam Kroger. Kind of a mini dunk. That's why the fans like that one a little bit as he got it over the front of the rim. Free throw line jumper, turn around, Thompson, no good. One on four, Amherst trying to win the battle for this one, and we're going to get a jump, and now we got some fisticuffs underneath. They got a little extra physical. Amherst a little agitated with the way things are going. 
Tanner Thompson tying up Clayton Murphy. Arrow points the way of Ogallala. And we're going to have multiple subs coming in again here. Right now for Amherst out there. Kalen Rohde, along with Colton Vavra, Josh Elo, Jared Ivey, and Dominic Esperson. Getting something sorted out at the scorer's table. And we're ready to go. Don't forget the Ravenna Sanitation Halftime Report coming up. Score updates, recap of what happened here today. Here's a three-pointer in the corner by Gillen. It's no good. He had three in a row in the first quarter. The ball ends up going out of bounds. And then to start the second quarter, Carter Brown hit three threes in a row as they made six straight three-point attempts. 43-11, to 11, Ogallala still 2.45 to go first half. Amherst basketball. Rody thought about the three. Instead, dribbles into the paint. Ten-footer comes up short. Rebound brought down by Gillen. Gillen's pass is going to be deflected, but still picked up by the Indians, and they travel with it. Javen Gager was just trying to save the basketball there and never could get a clean hand on it. Into the game now, Derek John for Amherst, the 6'1 senior, getting in for the first time here this evening. Rischel also in. Gets it to Rohde. Rohde into the front court. Leaves it off on the right wing for Esperson. Skips it to Rischel's. Got a shot at a three. He'll fire it. It's off the heel. No good. And we've got an over-the-back foul going to be called here on Amherst. Rebound coming down to Trey Rezac. And the foul going to be called on. Is that Jared Ivey? That's going to be his third. He's got three of the five fouls here in the half for Amherst. Rezac will bring it into the front court here for the Indians. Swing it over to Gator. Top of the circle to Murphy. Now that's Corbin Murphy and not Clayton. Corbin's in the game. And he'll handle the ball at the top of the circle. Looking for a screen. Swings it over to Gillen. Back up top to Gager. Bounce pass right side. Rezac trying to get it down on the low block and coming off the screen. A little collision and a foul going to be called here on Derek John trying to stay with Rafali. And Rafali who got off to such a great start with the first six points of the game, six of the first seven anyway. So the first foul of the game on John, six here in the first half on Amherst. Two minutes to go before halftime. Ogallala ball underneath their own hoop. Lob it all the way up top to Gillen. Elevates to get it away from Rischel. Reversing to the left-hand corner to Rezac. Rezac starts down the baseline left side. Now dumps it into Raffelli. Raffelli trapped behind the hoop. Has to force it. Good defense, Amherst, but he got the offensive put back. No. How about the second time? We're going to get a foul call. So Cameron just hung with it and eventually drew the foul. Derek John, second foul. Two free throws coming up for Raffelli. Hasn't been to the line. Six points, five rebounds. Had a block shot so far here in the first half of play. So Raffelli puts the free throw up, and it is good. 44-11. Ogallala. Second free throw on the way, and it's in and out, no good. Ball tipped around right into the hands of the Indians, but Gillen cannot finish. His His layup rolls off the rim, no good, and then punched it out of bounds, so Amherst... Ends up with the basketball in the end. Esperson brings it up on the right side. Sprints into the front court. Gets cut off by Murphy. Bounce pass, trying to get it to Rohde. He eventually does get it. Now they've actually got a four-on-two. Then Rohde draws the double team, tries to throw it to Derek John, but it's about three feet over his head. 
And out of bounds. So Amherst finally had a little opportunity there on a four-on-two break when Ogallala thought they had the steal and were headed the other way. Instead, can't finish it. 90 seconds to go before halftime. And Rezac will bring it into the front court as Ogallala in control here. Brings it into the paint, switches hands, left hand, finger roll up and in. Trey has his first bucket to go along with a couple of free throws. Four points for Rezac. Here is Ivy. Jump stop, throws it into the corner. Might have got away with a walk, but this kind of score, they'll leave it that way. Out top to Rodian, going for the steal. Corbin Murphy commits the foul. He's just the second player to commit a foul in this game for Ogallala, or at least be called for it. 107 before halftime, and it is 46-11 Ogallala. First game that's going to have been decided by halftime as Asperson drives, has it taken away by Rezac. Long outlet pass the other way, and the short jumper, Quentin Gillen, hits his second bucket of the ball game. There's always somebody releasing for the Indians, and they know it. They don't have to assume it. They look up, and they are making the pass already. Derek John for three. John with his first bucket of the basketball game, and that breaks the Indian run. 40 seconds to go in the quarter. Gager tries to answer. He misses that three, and then on the rebound, we've got an over-the-back foul called here on Ogallala. This will go against Cameron Raffelli, his first. Still only the 14 foul, so Amherst is not going to get to the bonus here in the first half. 37 seconds to go before halftime. The game has moved along at a pretty good pace. Esperson. Between the circles, guarded by Gillens. Jump stop the free throw line, and his jumper is good. Second bucket for Dominic Esperson. 48-16, 22 seconds into the front court with it. Rezac leaves it off here for Murphy. Off-balance runner in the paint is good that time for Corbin. His first bucket, 50 points in the first half here for Ogallala. 10 seconds to go in the quarter. Jared Ivey, crossover dribble, gets by his man. Up and under and in and draws the foul. Jared Ivey with his first bucket, and... Amherst has actually put together some offense here their last three possessions, hitting three straight buckets. And another foul on Raffelli, two quick ones there. And this will be the first free throw of the ball game for Amherst. And the senior, Jared Ivey, takes a couple of dribbles, puts it up, and it's in and out, no good. John trying to get the offensive board, and he does. Gets it out on the wing, and time will ex- Well, no time won't expire. We've got a foul called with a half second left. And Raffelli just got his third in 15 seconds. Now there's only .3 seconds left on the clock, so they have to catch it and fire it. It's a tip at the horn, and it almost went in. It was a good play. Tanner Thompson didn't get it to go, but we are at halftime. An undefeated Ogallala, red hot early on, and their speed has given Amherst all kinds of problems. It's Ogallala 50, Amherst 18, at the half, the Ravenna Sanitation Halftime Report coming up. First half stats, a recap of the earlier games. We'll talk with Amherst girls coach Nathan Dietz and a lot more here on Power 99 and PlatteRiverPreps.com. Buzz's Marine knows that boat buying may not be at the top of your mind right now, but if you want the first pick of the 2019 inventory or want to special order your new boat and have it ready for spring, stop into Buzz's Marine. Special financing, low payments, and a huge new and used boat selection, along with a friendly staff, make Buzz's Marine your best stop for family boating. Visit buzzesmarine.com for the ultimate boat shopping experience or stop by their showrooms at 507 Central Avenue in Kearney. 
Whether it's a car accident, storm damage, or fire, when the unthinkable happens, it doesn't matter if you save money in 15 minutes. In this moment, it doesn't matter if your neighbor has the same insurance you do. In this moment, what matters is that Barney Insurance, your independent insurance agent, and the company that stands behind them have you covered. Auto Owners Insurance, the no-problem people. Contact Barney Insurance. Kearney, Holdridge, Lexington, and Lincoln. Or log on to BarneyInsurance.net. For all your custom slaughtering and meat processing, call Belschner Custom Meats in Amherst. Belschner Custom Meats has everything you need to fill your freezer with locally raised beef and pork. From steaks, roast, and hamburger, why go anywhere else when you have the best meat right here in Amherst? Belschner is a very proud supporter of all of our youth and their accomplishments. Good luck to all the area athletes in and out of the game. And welcome back to the Amherst Holiday Tournament, Game 4 of the tournament, final one of the day. We're back on Monday at 11 a.m. for Game 1 between Kearney Catholic and Amherst Girls. This is the Ravenna Sanitation Halftime Report. Your trash is our treasure, serving Buffalo County for business and residential service. Ravenna Sanitation is your trash collection connection. Find them in your local yellow pages. Really the only game that made it to halftime today that's not in doubt is this one. It's the Ogallala Boys 50 and Amherst 18. We'll look at the numbers in a little bit. Earlier today, the North Platte St. Pat's girls improved to 9-0 with a 65-52 win over Kearney Catholic. Kaylee Coomer, red hot, scoring 28 of her 30 points in the first three quarters of play. St. Pat's actually only scored six points in that fourth quarter. Kearney Catholic a little more balanced. Ashlyn Wishmeyer with 13-10 for Ainsley Aiden, 9 for Brooke Eschenbrenner. Then in the boys' game, St. Pat's was up 13 in the second quarter. Kearney Catholic was up 16 in the third quarter, and it ended up being two points in the last minute of the game before the Stars won at 65-60. Kegan Bosshammer, 21. Logan O'Brien, 16. Dalton Schmidt, 15 for Kearney Catholic. Four players in double figures for the Irish, led by James Roberts with 17. And then in our first girls game of this doubleheader, it was Ogallala winning at 36 to 34. Kaylee Walk hit a couple of or hit a couple of shots early on, ended up with 14, nine for J.D. Cummins, 11 for Abby Martinson for Amherst, nine points, eight rebounds for Jaden Shockey and. Head coach Nathan Dietz joins us here to talk about it a little bit. And I guess uh, if the fans weren't here to see it or didn't catch us on the radio, uh, this uh, slowed down as the game progressed. It wasn't fast to begin with, but each team only getting four points there in the fourth quarter, and both teams had a chance to win it. Yeah, you know, we kind of felt each other out there early in the game, back and forth a little bit. Uh, They kind of took a little lead. We cut into the lead, got the lead, and then, like you said, the fourth quarter, kind of everyone stalled out just a little bit and just four points each, and they were able to hang on down the stretch. We talked about it in the game. Even Coach Mestel from Ogallala told us 6-1. and one, Now they're 7-1. and one. Maybe we've done it with smoke and mirrors. Their only loss is to St. Pat's, so that's, you know, it is what it is. But they'd only beaten one team with a winning record. All your losses have been to teams with winning records, and then you came into the break after a nice overtime win against a South Loop team that beat Pleasanton. We know how good both those teams are. As I watched the game tonight, 
I see the potential of the team, and I can also see how frustrating sometimes it is being a coach of a team where the potential is there and the execution isn't. Yeah, you know, and we've talked about this um, since the start of the year, that our December is just is a very challenging December. Um, the girls have played really well at times and then at other times haven't executed the way they can. You know, and, and like you said, today you see, the, you see the glimpses, and that's what we talk about. We talk about we're, we're so close in so many areas, and, you know, we, we put it together against South Loop. And today we just didn't execute down the stretch, you know, against a good Ogallala team. Um, but like you said, that, that December schedule that we've had in this holiday tournament and other challenging games um, is going to make us better for that January stretch. You have post players that have played that aren't first-year starters, but for post players to be effective, you've got to be able to get the ball up the floor and get it to them. And Ogallala's defense didn't allow you to really get any kind of a, uh, a set offensively. I don't mean a set like you wanted to run, but to get set old and get into an offense, you had to keep moving or you were going to turn the ball over. Yeah, you know, their guards put a lot of pressure on our guards, did a really good job. You know, that their man-to-man defense, their half-court man-to-man defense really came up and pressured us outside, extended past that three-point line, and we weren't able to get some post touches like we want. You know, we want inside-outside touches, um, but with the pressure that their guards put on us, um, it made it challenging for us. And, you know, give credit to them. They've got some good guards that really do a good job defensively and um, made our guard struggle just a little bit today. You were able to hit the boards and maybe not make as many inside shots as you wanted, but every bucket that Jaden Shockey made was on an offensive putback tonight. Uh, You see Sydney Province that can handle the basketball against that pressure, but they knew it, so they were trying to double her at all times. I know if you knew the answer to this, we would have seen it by now. Can you put a finger on what the key will be to take that next step? You broke the press but then you stop and you travel, or you throw the ball backwards. I was talking with Coach Hammond a little bit about that. It seems like there are very little things that you just have to break the habit of doing. Yeah, you know, it's just it's just getting into that half-court set. Sometimes we just have a little delay. I think sometimes the girls just want to slow down almost just a little too much or go a little too fast. Just, we just can't find that balance at times of when do we want to attack, finding the open girl, um, working our half-court offense, when do we want to take some time and get a good look um when do we want to really push and try to attack the hoop a little bit more and sometimes we just struggle at finding that balance unlike a lot of teams do and we lost a you know a starting point guard to your starting point guard early in the year and kind of trying to piece some things back together who's going to be our primary primary ball handler um and you know sydney's kind of stepped up and had to fill those shoes when you know she wasn't wasn't quite used to that quite yet but she she's taken on that role and doing a good job and Hopefully here, you know, we'll continue to get things put together. Talking with Amherst girls coach Nathan Dietz, obviously it gets no easier on Monday. You're going to see a Kearney Catholic team that is guard-oriented and probably even faster and quicker than what you saw tonight. Uh, so what do you tell your girls as you come off a Sunday and have to play Monday morning? Yeah, you know, Kearney Catholic, Coach Petrie does a great job there. You know, they're going to have great guard play, which they always have. Um, you know, we take it as an opportunity to win a game, uh, get better for our December and conference schedule, you know, um, PowerPoints is not going to really hurt us too much either way, uh, but we want to go out and compete and give our chance, give ourselves a chance to win. Now, when we get into the rest of the season, maybe not as tough a schedule, although you do have to play Pleasanton, you do have to play Overton, but there are a lot of games on that schedule uh, that if your team continues to improve a little bit and gets better at those two or three little things that uh, you may have a chance to get on a roll by the time the conference tournament arrives. Yeah, yeah, and, that, and that's what we're talking about. You know, these, these teams that we're seeing now are hopefully going to make us better for that stretch. You know, we're gonna, we've are gonna we seen teams like Pleasanton. Pleasanton will put 
five, six, seven great athletes out there. Overton's got a good, good quality wins, you know. Uh, but we're going to go out and compete with those teams and playing the Carney Catholics, playing play the Broken Bows will hopefully make us better for for those games and give us a chance to opportunity to win. All right, Nate, we'll see you on uh, Monday morning for the first game, and uh, good luck the rest of the way. We'll see you quite often. All right, thanks so much. You bet. Coach Nathan D to the Amherst girls. They come up just short today, 36-34 to Ogallala. We'll be back with the first half numbers of the boys' game and get you ready for the second half right after this timeout on the Ravenna Sanitation Halftime Report. Even after 38 years, we still start early every morning in every Amigos kitchen to make the foods and flavors you love. We're chopping fresh vegetables, mixing Amigos' famous ranch dressing and salsas, slow-cooking pinto beans, steaming the rice, mixing up batches of homemade guacamole, and grilling the marinated chicken. Your made-to-order items start with real people making real food. It's not the easiest way, just the best. At Amigos, where made from scratch is our recipe. Friesen Chevrolet is your one-stop shop. If you're looking for a great selection of both new and pre-owned vehicles, their neighborly sales staff are happy to help you. If you need parts, Friesen Chevrolet has one of the largest on-hand inventories of Chevy parts in Nebraska. And for service, be sure to bring your car in for anything from oil changes to engine replacements. For sales, service, and parts, visit FriesenChevrolet.com. If you're smiling while you're driving, Friesen is the reason. Friesen Chevrolet, just off Highway 6 in Sutton. Here's a quick look at the first half numbers for Amherst. Daniel Rischel, two points. Kalen Rohde, two points, two rebounds. Josh Elo has a three-point bucket. Colton Vavra, two points. Jared Ivey, two points. Tanner Thompson, four rebounds. Dominic Esperson, four points, three rebounds. And Derek John has a three-point bucket, and he has one rebound. 18 points, 10 rebounds, 0 of 1 at the free throw line, 2 of 7 from three-point land, and 15 turnovers for Amherst. Ivy with three fouls, John with two. For Ogallala, Quinton Gillen, four points, two rebounds. Carter Brown, 11 points and a rebound. Evan Allen Maters, seven points, three rebounds. Corbin Murphy, two points. Clayton Murphy, four points, four rebounds. Cameron Raffelli, seven points, five rebounds and a block. Adam Kroger, two points, five rebounds, two blocks. Trey Rezac, four points and a rebound. And Javen Gager. Nine points, 50 points, 21 rebounds, four out of seven at the free throw line, six of 13 from three-point land, three blocks and ten turnovers. Raffelli has three fouls, Mater has two, and at the half, it is 50-18 to 18 in favor of Ogallala. And you've been listening to the Ravenna Sanitation Halftime Report. We are ready to get the second half underway, and Amherst will get the basketball and try and get things started off on a positive note. They'll fire the three on the left wing. It's going to clank off the iron, no good, but an offensive rebound in the corner by Kalen Rohde. Guess the one thing you kind of keep an eye on now is where the score is at. Back door, Esperson is open on the assist from Ivy, and Esperson with his sixth point, which leads the way for Amherst, and it's 50-20. to 20. So does this one get farther away, or does it get closer here in the third quarter? With the basketball, Alan Mater kicks it over to the right-hand corner. Here's another three-point attempt, and it's over everything that time. Rebound brought down by Raffelli, and he's able to stick it back up from point-blank range and score nine points and six rebounds after the missed three in the corner that time from Clayton Murphy. Ivy into the front court, tries to go right corner to Thompson. The ball is batted away, and it's going to be stolen. That's turnover number 16 for Amherst. And up the floor on the right side, handling the basketball, looking to go. Carter Brown lobs it underneath, and it is good for Trey Rezac. And it is 54-20. So back-to-back buckets, and another steal is made. Up ahead, flipped behind the head, and the layup is good. 
for Clayton Murphy. And, oh, we've got an intentional foul called on Amherst after the play. Maybe some frustration got there, and we are going to see a foul called. That's an unusual one because it was after the bucket was made, and so the officials want to congregate here and discuss what just exactly happened down there after Clayton Murphy made the bucket. The foul will be on Jared Ivey. That will be his fourth. And we will see what our official tells us. Is it a technical? Is it? And if it's a technical, he'll be gone because that will be a foul, and then the technical will be five. So now they're going to get two shots and the ball. And Coach Eric Rippon wants to know, how can that be intentional? What did he do? And it's just frustrating. It's just frustrating. And, of course, he's done a good job out there. He's been hustling. He's been fighting hard. And his emotion just probably got the little bit best of him there. So because of that, Clayton Murphy will now get two free throws. And the first one is on the way, and it's good. And we're about to the 40-point threshold. When Amherst scored the first bucket, I thought, okay, we're at 30. Let's see how long we play. Well, now we're about ready to get eight straight if Murphy hits this one for, and he does, for Ogallala. And when you get to a 40-point lead or more, you have a continuous running clock, kind of like you do in football with a 35-point margin. You will have a continuous running clock the rest of the game, no matter what happens to the score. It's not like football. Once it gets to 40, it will run the rest of the way, whether you're under it or not. And a pull-up three to try and get that to happen, and it goes. It's in and out, and then it drops back through for Carter Brown, his fourth three, and that's kind of the way the night has been for Ogallala. They've hit a ton of shots, and Esperson comes coast to coast. He'll put the runner up. It's no good. Rebound brought down by Raffelli. Raffelli outlet pass gets it to Alan Mater. Mater into the left-hand corner, another three for Carter Brown, but it is no good, and the rebound will be brought down by Rody. Rody outlet pass front court to Ivy. Ivy, good crossover move, got by his man, dishes it off in the paint, looking for a short jumper. It gets out of the hands there of Vavra, who wanted a foul, didn't get the call. It instead will be a steal, and then we get a blocking foul called here on Amherst. And this will be a mental thing now for Amherst. What will they do to stay focused here? A lot of season and a lot of game left here tonight, and they don't want to let it get away from them. The score is not in their favor. I'm sure Coach Rippon wanted to keep it under 40. That was one of the goals, and it didn't happen right out of halftime. They get it down to Raffelli. He steps in between the double team, and it's good. Amherst is kind of caught in no man's land. They want to defend the three, and then when they do that, they drop it inside and get some easy layups. 11 points now for Raffelli. 63-20. to 20. Ogallala, turnaround jumper, Rody in the paint, hits a nice stunt, turnaround jumper, his second bucket, baseball pass to the other end, Ivy gets back and deflects it, Rezik grabs it, into the corner to Alan Mayner, he drives the baseline, but stepped out of bounds. Turnover number one of the half here for Ogallala, and here comes Derek John and Josh Elo back into the ball game for Amherst. So your lineup Monday on ESPN at 11 a.m., the Kearney Catholic Amherst girls. That'll be followed at 12.30 by the Amherst boys taking on North Platte St. Pat's as Esperson goes coast to coast. His runner is up no good. Raffelli gets the rebound. We will not have the girls' championship because that's Ogallala and St. Pat's. We'll let them take care of that. And then it'll be Ogallala and Kearney Catholic in a battle of unbeatens in the boys' game at 3.30 on Monday. As Brown gets it into Murphy, Murphy drives, puts it off the glass and in. 
And at the other end, Amherst turns it over, trying to keep up with the pace, but they turn it over, outlet pass, Rezac, and Trey lays it up and in, and we've got a timeout here called by Amherst. With 4.25 remaining in this basketball game, brought to you by ENT Physicians of Carney, taking care of you since 1994. We're there when you need us, specializing in you. It's all Ogallala, 67-22. Do you need transmission repair on your four-wheel drive truck or SUV? How about your two-wheel drive or front-wheel drive vehicle for work or school? Hi, this is Wayne with TBK Transmissions. Over the years, TBK Transmissions has repaired thousands of four-wheel drive, two-wheel drive, and transfer cases, foreign or domestic. Put your trust in TBK. The only way is TBK. 2520 Avenue Q or online at tbktrans.com. TBK Transmissions, the only way is TBK. When DuPont Pioneer says they're with you from the word go, what does that mean? It means packing a ton of people power, along with unmatched service and support, into high-performance hybrids. Sure, Pioneer Corn products feature high-performance trait packages, but it's your local team of professionals that helps place the right products in your field. Pioneer, with you from the word go. Your Ag Impact partners are Craig Weegis and Todd Travis. Amherst ball out of the timeout. They'll rotate it around Elo. Elo for three. It's no good. And it's going to be tapped out of bounds. It'll belong to Ogallala. And the Indians have already switched out and went to the bench, although we are halfway through the third quarter. The starters put up 17 points in the first three and a half minutes. And a three-pointer is on the way, and it'll be no good by Adam Kroger. Rebound brought down here by Amherst. They get it down to Elo. He'll switch hands, attack the bucket, and get his second basket of the game. Make the score... 67-24, Gillen with a quick three, it's no good. Rebound brought down by Rody. And we'll see how Ogallala handles their game now, now that they don't have to worry about anything. They've got this one well in hand. And a reach-in foul going to be called. It's going to go on Quinton Gillen. That'll be his first. Pops slash coach not too fired up about that. Took a quick three, then went down and committed the foul. Lob in to Derek John, right back into the corner. Rody ball fake three, got his man in the air, takes the 12-footer, no good. And the rebound will be grabbed here by Corbin Murphy, his first of the game for the Ogallala Indians, up 67-24. to Dish it off to Jerron Tuttle. Back in the left-hand corner to Murphy. Murphy, little spin pass up to the top of the circle to Gager. Back over on the wing, everything kind of outside the three-point arc. Anything they're flashing in the middle are the shortest two guards they've got on the floor. About the longest possession of the game right now for Ogallala. Lob it down to the post. Nowhere to go for Kroger. Kroger jump pass back out towards midcourt. And then a offensive foul called on Ogallala as making the run down the middle of the lane was Jerron Tuttle. He passed it but then just kept going and ran right over the Amherst defender. And everybody on the floor had that call. You're listening to KKPR-FM. Carney. Amherst, Hazard, and the World Wide Web at PlatteRiverPreps.com. The Amherst Holiday Tournament, the final game today. We'll be back on Monday. Here's Elo right corner. That three won't go. And the ball is going to be tapped out into the hands of Corbin Murphy. Murphy will bring it up the floor, try to bounce it underneath, then lost the handle. It's going to be out of bounds back over to Amherst. Again, because of the score, clock continues to run, out of bounds, free throws, everything but timeouts and in between quarters. So we're down to 145 to go here. In the third, top of the circle. Rody to Asperson, into the paint. Nine-footer is good. 
So Dominic with his eighth point of the basketball game, 67-26. to 26. Lead for Ogallala here. Ogallala's been on 67 now for three minutes in this game after they went 17 to start the third quarter. So the second crew here hasn't been able to put up any points yet. But we've seen all these guys on the floor in the first half. They'll try another three-pointer. Kroger, there's one. Adam Kroger with his second bucket of the basketball game, 70-26. to 26. Ogallala. Rody top of the circle to the free throw line. Ogallala was kind of the team you wanted to play in the holiday tournament for a while. Not right now as Elo drives and he's going to be fouled underneath by Adam Kroger. And two free throws coming up now for Josh Elo. This is only the second trip to the line of the night for Amherst. And Elo with five points will put the first free throw up and in. Thompson comes back into the game here for Amherst. Second free throw. One dribble for Elo, and Josh will put this one up and in. So Elo gets them both, four in the quarter, seven in the game. 20 seconds to go in the quarter. Here's a long three. Gager after the outlet pass. It's no good. Rebound brought down by Derek John. Here comes Amherst with Jared Ivey. Ivey down to the baseline to Thompson. Thompson gets a clear baseline and puts it up and in. Five seconds to go here. A long outlet pass is stolen away, so John picks it up and throws it up pretty quick, and it comes up short. And that'll be the end of the third quarter of play with the score of the Ogallala Indians, 70. The Amherst Broncos, 30 on Power 99 and PlatteRiverPreps.com. South Central Diesel of Holdridge has over 100 years of diesel fuel injection experience and has been putting customer relationships first since 1971. They are factory authorized to repair all types of diesel fuel injection systems and have a full-service drive-in repair facility to repair your diesel Ford, Chevy, or Dodge pickup. SCD's factory trained technicians are committed to providing the best service to their customers. Stop by 115 South East Avenue in Holdridge for all your diesel pickup repairs, pumps and injectors, diesel performance parts, and turbochargers. Or call them at 1-800-228-8482 to put them to work for you. As times have changed, so have our customers' needs. Gary Michaels Clothiers and Hastings meets these needs with the largest selection of fine menswear between Lincoln and Denver. Our mission is to provide our customers with a complete selection of quality, tailored clothing, accessories, sportswear, and to deliver an uncompromising level of service. And for the ladies, Gary Michaels carries Brighton jewelry, handbags, and footwear. For casual to professional menswear, shop Gary Michaels in downtown Hastings and on the bricks in Kearney. Ogallala will get the ball to start the fourth quarter of play, leading it 70-30 to 30 here over the Amherst Broncos. And a three-pointer in the corner is on the way and in by Corbin Murphy, the ninth three of the game. Although it seems like a lot more than that. Nine out of 21 from the arc this evening for the Ogallala Indians. With it is Ivy, drives in against the double team out to Thompson for the three. It's all the way around and out, no good. And the ball almost rebounded by Ogallala, but they fell down with the basketball, so... No change of possession. It will stay with Amherst. Into the game here is a new face for Ogallala. Try and get that here for you. And that is going to be Casey Hinton. Had a foul on the inbounds offensively on Tanner Thompson. That'll be his second, each team with three team fouls here in the game. So Casey Hinton wearing number 21 tonight. For Ogallala, and Ogallala will throw it away. That's their 14th turnover. Amherst has 19 in the basketball game. 
Doug Duda, our producer engineer, Stacy Johns, Carney Towing Repair Broadcast booth. Glad to have you along with us here. Ivy trying to shake free of Gillen, and Gillen just hung on him too long, so the official said, yeah, I'm going to blow the whistle. And Amherst going to go a little bit deeper down the bench here. Coming into the contest, Ethan Elo. Also coming in, Doug Christensen. Wesley Christensen. Riley Adelung. And then Derek John stays out there for the final 6.20 of this game. They try to get it to John. It bounces off of him and out of bounds. Again, when you're playing here in the holiday tournament, there's no JV action. So it does make sense to get some of your youngsters in there if you can. Here's a three by Gillen, and he'll bury it. Quentin Gillen with his first three-pointer of the basketball game. And it's 76-30. to Ogallala still with the running clock, able to make some points happen here. Ogallala keeps that defensive pressure up, and we're going to get a loose ball foul here. I think they'll call that on Gillen trying to make the steal. That'll be his third of the team's fifth. Checking into the game, Troy Kempton, a 6'4 sophomore here for Ogallala. The Indians will go to 8-0. They will face 7-0 Kearney Catholic on Monday. Amherst will be 1-7. They'll play 4-5 North Platte St. Pat's at 12-30 Monday. Right elbow with it. Turnaround jumper Christensen comes up short, no good. Rebound brought down by Gager. And then loses the ball trying to bring it up the floor. When we're done, the new West Sports Medicine and Orthopedic Surgery Postgame Show. Final stats. We'll chat with the coach. Alabama's already up on Oklahoma, 14 to nothing. Five minutes to go in the first quarter on ESPN, 1460 and 1550. Earlier today, Clemson, a 30 to three route of Notre Dame, and Amherst is going to turn it over. Ogallala will get back in their offense with Corbin Murphy. Fires it underneath. Had too much mustard on that one for his teammate Troy Kempton. So both teams just need to settle it down just a bit, which is hard to do, especially for Ogallala. They want to keep that tempo up at all times. Into the front court with it is going to be Ethan Elo. Over to Christensen to John. John drives, and we're going to get a blocking foul called here on Kempton. Two free throws coming up here for Derek John and Amherst. When they get out of the holiday break, Amherst's first game is going to be against Eustace Farnham back here at home on January the 3rd, Thursday. As Derek John will hit that one. Then you've got at Overton, Alma, and three straight road games. Pleasanton, Shelton, Gibbon. Free throw number two is up and in. So Derek John hits them both. He's got five points, a three and a couple of free throws. 76-32, Ogallala. Four minutes to go in the game. Right wing with it, Gager. Back up top. Get it inside of the big man. This time it's Kempton. Wants to get a shot away. He's triple teamed. He's in the paint. He tries to get one away, and he gets it blocked, and it's going to be a travel. He knew he was in trouble, so he had to force it up and just couldn't get out of there with it. So turnover for Ogallala and Amherst will be back on offense. Elo into the front court. Swings it over here on the wing to Adelung. Riley tries to get it inside. The ball is kicked as they get it to Doug Christensen. Doug and Wesley are brothers. Well, we are going to get a foul called. Thought it was just a kick. Maybe they said it was a trip there on Corbin Murphy. So a one-and-one, and and the free throw by Doug Christensen is up and in. That is Doug Christensen, not the chancellor at UNK. Spelled completely different. C, not a K. Second free throw on the way, and he got them both. So there's four free throws in a row for Amherst. 76-34, under three minutes to go in the game. 
Corbin Murphy handling the point. Leaves it off on the right wing for Javen Gager. Back over to Quinton Gillen. Into the corner. Coming out there is Murphy. Again, they're still trying to find a way to get it into Kempton. Skip pass all the way into the right corner. Knocked away by Wesley Christensen. And it will be Ogallala to keep possession, but they'll have to throw it in. So the first day just about in the books here at the Amherst Holiday Tournament. Dribbling away some time as Gager over to Gillen. Lobs it into Kempton. There's a little contact. The ball bounced off him. It's loose. And Amherst is going to come out of there with a basketball. 2-10 remaining. Elo up the floor. Crossover. Ball's trying to slide away from him, but Ethan grabs it. And Elo trying to get it up to Derek John. It's going to be tapped into the backcourt. And a foul going to be called on Gillen. And we'll shoot some more free throws here for Amherst. Derek John goes back to the line on the one-and-one. And John, a couple of free throws coming up. He'll nail the first one. So the senior on a night where not much is going right is doing okay. Second free throw on the way, and that one's in and out. No good. And the rebound will be brought down here by Casey Hinton for Ogallala. Gives it over to Corbin Murphy. Minute 25 to go. And Coach Andy Gillen right now is pulling his team out kind of into a four-corner. And they may not shoot the ball the rest of the game. With a minute 20 to go, Amherst going to continue to pressure the ball. There's still a little too much time left to just let them stand there with the ball on their hip. But Coach Gillen says, we've done enough. Everybody's played. Let's just work on this part of our game. And they end up turning it over. And that's usually what happens. It's hard to kill 90 seconds. They were looking for a player to move, and they did not. So Amherst will get the ball back. Down to 50 seconds and counting here in the ball game, 76 to 35. Ogallala was up 50 to 18 at halftime. With it on the left side of the key is Wesley Christensen tries to throw it back door, and it is behind his brother and out of bounds. So Amherst will give it right back. And now Ogallala can just dribble it out. 30 seconds to go, and I'm sure that's what we'll see him do. Corbin Murphy slowly up the floor, gives it to Gager. Amherst pressures the ball a little bit. Cager has to dribble it to keep the five count off. Up to the top to Kempton. And then his pass is going to be knocked away. The steal is made and going in for an Amherst layup is Riley Adelung. So Adelung gets his name in the scorebook tonight. And Ogallala is just going to dribble it out of the backcourt. And this game is over. Ogallala remains undefeated with an outstanding first half of basketball. And they win it 76-37. to over the Amherst Broncos and to make it into the winner's bracket, I'm going to have to double-check. I think this is the first time Ogallala has won on the boys' side in the opening round with the Amherst and Kearney Catholic teams being as good as they have been over the last few years. The New West Sports Medicine and Orthopedic Postgame Show is coming up right after this. The dream of every American farmer is to watch the family farm being passed on from generation to generation. CHS wants to be the company that helps that dream come true. Farmers know CHS Agronomy is who they can trust and count on. When you do business with CHS and Holdridge, you're connecting to agronomic expertise. Your CHS Agronomy department can help you with everything from chemical, fertilizer, seed, and precision ag. People and resources you can count on always and always here at chsholdridge.com. Farmer owned with Global Connections. Husker football left you scratching your head? The Big Rack Shack and Carney can't help you with that, but... 
they can help you with all your powder coating needs. With the area's largest powder coating oven, they can powder, well, just about anything. Whether it's automotive parts, lawn furniture, railings, ag equipment, they do it all. Give the Big Rack Shack a call today, 308-234-4464, for all your powder coat needs. Have you ever seen a rusty fish? That question illustrates the point that the same way scales protect a fish from his environment, the bullet spray on bed liners from the dent popper protect your pickup bed. No rust, no dents, no scratches, no chemical corrosion. So your truck has a longer work life and holds its value longer, reduces load slippage. And here's a bonus. It quiets the ride. See the dent popper north of railroad on first on the bricks, downtown Kearney, and get a free estimate for a bullet spray on bed liner guaranteed for as long as you own your truck. The doctors at ENT Physicians of Kearney are devoted to the medical and surgical treatment of ear, nose, throat, and head and neck disorders in patients of all ages. We have proudly provided Kearney and the surrounding areas with ENT and audiology services since 1994. We're excited to introduce full-time allergy services for both adults and children. We strive to provide the highest quality care here in Kearney and at five satellite locations located throughout central Nebraska. Make an appointment today with Dr. Connolly, Dr. Owen, or myself, Dr. Johnson, here at ENT Physicians of Kearney and see why experience matters to us. Us specializing in you. And welcome back to Amherst. To get a big thank you to Athletic Director Ron Evans and the entire crew here in Bronco Land for their hospitality. It's time for the new Sports Medicine and Orthopedic Surgery postgame show. Certified and fellowship trained physicians providing a superior standard of care with no referral necessary. No matter the activity, New West is here to get you back to it. Schedule your appointment today. Well, just to put a little sidebar on this. Ogallala, we know how it is. The farther west you go, the harder it is to see a team play. You just don't get to see some of that. And when you have a talented team farther west, people start hearing about it. People start wanting to see him play. I was talking with Stu Pospisil, the prep sports editor of the Omaha World Herald. Had it not been for the weather, he wanted to come out and possibly today would have been the championship game and see Kearney Catholic play Ogallala in what would have been a battle of undefeateds. And that's what's happened. They both had to get through today, and it was a lot easier for Ogallala than it was for the Stars. But uh, people want to come see this Ogallala team, and they showed up today and uh, have, have shown why maybe they're a fun team to go watch. And, of course, when you're draining threes with a team that can run and gun and very athletic and can play eight, nine, ten guys, uh, you're a fun team to play or a fun team to watch, whether you're guys, gals, whatever the case may be. And they came out and they got the job done here today. Let's take a look at the final stats of the ball game, and we will start with Ogallala. They had a total of nine players score. Three of those were in double figures. And you have to remember, with the running clock most of the second half, those numbers are going to be skewed in the second half because we just didn't play as long. It was 50-18 to 18 at halftime. Quentin Gillen, seven points, two rebounds. Carter Brown hit four threes and actually led the team with 14 points, one rebound. Evan Allen Mater, 7 points, 3 rebounds. Corbin Murphy, 5 points, 2 rebounds. Clayton Murphy, 10 points, 4 rebounds. Cameron Raffelli had a nice game, 11 points, a team high, 8 rebounds, and a block. Adam Kroger had 5 points, 5 rebounds, and 2 blocks. Trey Rezac, 8 points and a rebound. Javen Gager had 9 points and a rebound, and Casey Hinton had 1 rebound. 50 points in the first half, 26 in the second half, 76 points, 28 rebounds, 6 out of 9 at the free throw line, 10 of 22 from three-point land, three block shots, 20 turnovers. Ogallala is now 8-0 and and will play at 3.30 Monday afternoon against Kearney Catholic. When they get done with the holiday tournament, they are at Bridgeport on Thursday the 3rd and host state-rated Kozad on the 4th. Bridgeport's undefeated, Kozad 6-1. 
And so they've got some uh, good competition for sure in their next three games. We'll look at the final numbers for Amherst right after this on the New West postgame show. Tri-City Storm Hockey returns for its 19th season. The future of professional hockey is right here in the heartland. The United States Hockey League set a record with 57 players drafted at this year's NHL draft. Catch all the Storm's home games at the Viero Center in Kearney. For tickets and other information, visit stormhockey.com. Listen to the Doug and Daddy Show for everything you need to know about Storm Hockey with the Storm Report on 1460 and 1550. Tri-City Storm Hockey, be the Storm. For all your custom slaughtering and meat processing, call Belschner Custom Meats in Amherst. Belschner Custom Meats has everything you need to fill your freezer with locally raised beef and pork. From steaks, roast, and hamburger, why go anywhere else when you have the best meat right here in Amherst? Belschner is a very proud supporter of all of our youth and their accomplishments. Good luck to all the area athletes in and out of the game. At Aurora Cooperative, we have so much to be thankful for and celebrate during this holiday season. We know that without the hardworking farm families who believe in their cooperative and the people who work inside it, we would not be where we are today. Hi, this is Kevin Sagehorn, and on behalf of everyone at the Aurora Cooperative, we thank you for making us your partner in every season. We also look forward to the optimism that comes with the new year, and our goal is to bring that optimism to fruition for your farm and your family. Tougher together, Aurora and you. You don't have to be a farmer to reap the benefits of being a Buffalo County Farm Bureau member. We work for farm families, but our work reaches well beyond the farm, benefiting Nebraskans in all walks of life. We are your neighbors. Through our work in supporting and promoting agriculture, education, health, and technology, we bring people together to better our community. We share in the values Nebraskans stand for, hard work, passion for the land, and a character rooted in faith and family. Join the Buffalo County Farm Bureau and support Nebraska agriculture. Back on the New West postgame show, let's take a look now at the final numbers for Amherst. They had 10 players score. The problem, nobody was in double figures. Daniel Rischel, two points. Kalen Rohde, four points, five rebounds. Josh Elo was seven points. Riley Adelung had a bucket for two. Colton Vavra had two. Jared Ivey had two. Tanner Thompson, two points, four rebounds. Doug Christensen, two points. Dominic Esperson ended up being the leading scorer with eight points, four rebounds. And Derek John... Six points and two rebounds. 18 points in the first half, and they were able to put up 19 in the second half. Amherst, 37 points, 15 rebounds, 7 out of 9 at the free throw line, 2 of 11 from three-point land, 22 turnovers. Amherst now 1-7 after the 76-37 loss to Ogallala. Amherst will play in the boys' consolation game against North Platte St. Pat's Monday at 12.30, and we'll have that for you on ESPN 1460. Again, it'll begin at 11 a.m. with the Amherst Carney Catholic Girls, then the Amherst North Platte St. Pat's Boys. The girls' championship will be at 2. We will not have that on the air for you. That'll be St. Pat's and Ogallala. Then we'll be back for the boys' championship at approximately 3.30. Battle of Unbeatens, Carney Catholic and Ogallala. We hope to have a chance to get a quick word with Coach Eric Rippon, but we have not seen them pop out of the locker room yet, so let's take a final time out and be back with more on the New West Post Game Show in a moment. Let's talk NSG Transport out of Gothenburg, Nebraska. I'm sure you've seen our burgundy and gold trucks on the road. Ever wonder what those trucks are hauling? 
NSG is your source for aggregates, concrete asphalt rock, driveway rock, and of course grain and other bulk loads. NSG Transport is a family-owned company that has been servicing Nebraska for over 40 years. Get to know NSG. Go to NSGCO.com for more information. That's NSGCO.com. NSG Transport, Gothenburg, Nebraska. At Stockman's Bar and Grill in Amherst, enjoy daily lunch specials. Plus, don't miss Friday and Saturday nights where Stockman's features their prime rib special, which includes a baked potato and salad bar, too. Stockman's Bar and Grill, Amherst. Good luck, Broncos. Five stations. Boom 30 KHS. KSS. Hastings. KXPN. Carney. The Breeze 94.5. Classic Hits. Power 99. One team. Platte River Preps. Platte River Preps. PlatteRiverPreps.com. Powered by Platte River Radio. Local sports. Your music. Ryan Trampy is a very proud supporter of all area sports. Ever wonder what sets Channel Seed products apart from other seed? It's a direct connection to Monsanto, a company consistently recognized as a leader in seed and trait technology. Tested globally, locally, and then combined with the latest traits and treatments to ensure performance potential on your acres. Thanks to the farmers, Channel Seed is now the third largest seed corn brand and fourth largest soybean seed brand in the country. Best of luck to all the athletes today from Ryan Trampy, your Channel Seed dealer. Winter is coming. Does your heater have enough heat in it? Let the experts at Anderson Brothers Electric Plumbing and Heating make sure your heating system is ready. Don't be caught without your system working properly when you need it the most. Call today and have your furnace or heat pump checked. Our qualified technicians will check over all the mechanisms and make sure it's ready for all those cold days. Turn to the experts at Anderson Brothers Electric Plumbing and Heating in Kearney at 308-236-6437 or in Holdridge at 308-995-4481. And welcome back to the New West Post Game Show. We're joined now by Amherst coach Eric Rippon. And sometimes uh, it's fun to talk tonight. Probably not as much fun. Uh, Ogallala was all we thought they uh, had been advertised of. And they just got out right away. Eric hit, hit shots, ran the floor, did everything you probably didn't want them to do. Uh, I'm sure they blew up any kind of game plan you had right away. Yeah, we knew they were going to come out and put put a lot of pressure on us. And, I mean, it's no secret our guards, you know, we got to get better at handling pressure. And tonight it just it showed even more. And they're a very, very good ball team. And the way they shot the ball, if they shoot it like that, I don't know if there's many teams out there that can beat them, honestly. I mean, we didn't play the best of defense, but we tried to disrupt them in some certain things and everything we threw at them. They had a counter for. And like I said, when you're shooting the ball that well, it's tough, tough to lose ball games. And, and we mentioned this at halftime. You're a team that is scoring some points. You're getting around 50 points a basketball game, but they were just up in you so quick that you didn't have a chance to get set when when your kids did have opportunities they actually kind of made some shots in there it's just that Ogallala didn't give you many looks tonight yeah we got to do a better job at handling like I said just handling the ball we came out and had nine turnovers I think in that first quarter and against a team like this you just you can't have that you can't give them any room and we gave them all the room they needed and we you know we missed I don't know countless layups you know to start the game to where we had opportunities finally and you at the end of the day you got to put the ball in the hole you both teams played a lot of guys. I don't even think it meant where the score was in the first half. I know Ogallala's plan was to play nine, ten guys. So where do you think your depth is at right now? And Part of it is depth, and part of it is you don't have a guy that's going to go get you 20 a night like Amherst has had for quite a while. Yeah, and really, like I said, you said it right there. I mean, we've had guys in the past that are going to average 15 to 20, and if we need a bucket, you know, we, we go out and we hand it to this. So this team, we just don't have that. So we try to we, we have about eight guys deep 
And, I mean, if we go in after that, we're, you know, pushing it. But guys, if guys get opportunities, they got to step on the court and, you know, take advantage of it. And tonight we, you know, we just didn't have it. So hopefully Monday we can bounce back and look forward to getting, you know, hopefully getting a good win. I, I look at the, uh, I don't know if it's fire is exactly the word, but you guys weren't going to take any crap tonight. There was a couple of times out there where you know, they, they pushed back and they said, you're not, you may be beating us, but you're not going to uh, intimidate us or, or embarrass us. We're going to fight for loose balls. We're going to block a shot. We're going to take you into the wall if we have to. Yeah, and that's what I said. I mean, we knew that these guys were going to come in and they were going to try to intimidate us right away. I mean, they're a very confident basketball team. And, I mean, you it shows. But I just told the guys, you know, if they're going to talk or they're going to do all that, you know, you got to come back and you got to smack them right back. And you just can't back down to them. And I thought our kids, for the most part, did that. We fought for every loose ball. We took a couple charges. We went at some guys, you know. But at the end of the day, they just had it a little better. North Platte, St. Pat's, probably not the same type of team, just like you're not the same type of team. I mean, let's face it, Ogallala, I think this is the first time they've won in the first round of the tournament since they've joined. So you're always going to see things turn around a little bit. St. Pat's, kind of like you, they don't have that kid like they used to have. They used to have a bunch of quick guards and maybe a big guy in the middle. They just seem to be a bunch of 5'11 to 6'2 guys that are eager to play basketball. And with Sunday being tomorrow, you don't get to really do anything, and you've had the storm. I mean, practices haven't been there. What do you do to be ready for Monday? Yeah, I mean, we're going to bring the kids in and have just a little shoot around tomorrow afternoon. But, I mean, it, it, could, be, it, gets def, it's, it could be a very fun game. We're about the same team. You know, they, like I said, we play a bunch of kids that are around that 5'10 to 6'2 area, and that's what they are, and they like to get up and down. And any other night than tonight, we like to do that as well. It just didn't happen tonight. But, I, you know... I hit, you know, I've. This isn't the team that we are, you know. But at the end of the day, we got to come out. We got to make shots. We got to play better defense, and hopefully Monday, we we have a little better chance of doing that. And hopefully they don't shoot 80 percent like Ogallala <laughs> did tonight. Well, hard to beat anybody that does what Ogallala did tonight. Eric, we will see you on Monday. Thanks for the time, and uh, we'll see you the final day of the year, huh? Yes, thank you, Doug. You bet. Eric Rippin joining us here, head basketball coach of the Amherst Broncos. Uh, they fall on the uh, short end of our final game here today. They'll play at 12:30 against North Platte on Monday. Again, a recap of what happened here today, and then we'll wrap things up. The first game of the day on the uh, Carney Catholic girls' side, it was North Platte St. Pat's remaining undefeated, nine and zero, defeating the Stars, sixty-five to fifty-two. Kaylee Coomer with thirty points in the game for the Irish Carney Catholic, led by Ashlyn Wishmeyer with thirteen, Ainsley Aiden with ten, and then the. Uh, Carney Catholic boys maybe got pushed more than they thought they would in a 65-61 over St. Pat's. Carney Catholic had nine points with four and a half minutes to go in the second quarter. Then over the next 12 minutes had got it to 54. That's what they did between midway through the second quarter and the end of the third. They were down 13. They were up 16. Then St. Pat's cut it to two at 60-58, to and the Stars won at 65-60. Kegan Bosshammer, 21. Logan O'Brien, 16. Dalton Schmidt had 15. Four players in double figures for the Irish, led by James Robert, with 17. In the girls' game, it was just a lot of turnovers and a lot of missed opportunities, but in the end, each team only scored four points in the fourth quarter. Ogallala scored theirs last and won at 36-34. Kaylee Walk, 14 points. J.D. Cummins had nine for Amherst, 11 points for Abby Martins.
Jaden Shackey, nine points, eight rebounds, and two blocks. Then again here, 76-37, Ogallala wins the boys' game. You've been listening to the New West Sports Medicine Orthopedic Surgery post-game show, certified and fellowship-trained physicians providing a superior standard of care with no referral necessary. No matter the activity, New West is here to get you back to it. Schedule your appointment today. Also want to thank our Impact Ag partners, Craig Weeches and Todd Travis, always bringing us our seeds to success, your local Pioneer Seed dealer. They know more about field conditions with top-yielding Pioneer brand soybeans with Impact Partners and Pioneer Seed Science with service delivering success. Just like Coach Rippon said, their seeds to success are going to be slowing it down just a little bit and taking advantage of North Platte St. Pat's. Don't worry about tonight. Yes, you want to play better, but don't let this game carry on into Monday. Should be some good ones on Monday, 11 a.m. We started on ESPN 1460-1550. We're right now college football going on, and Alabama is just crushing Oklahoma 28 to nothing. 13 minutes to go in the second quarter already today. Clemson took care of Notre Dame. 30 to 3. For our producer engineer back at the studios, and that is Stacy Johns. I'm Doug Duda. Carney High won both of their games today in the Heartland Athletic Conference Tournament. Storm are playing. The UNK basketball teams are playing. We hope you have a great weekend, and we will see you Monday. Your local Pioneer team is with you from the word go during harvest season and every season. They have the latest performance data to help select the right corn products for each of your acres next year. Results start with industry-leading genetics, but it all comes down to conducting thousands of local on-farm trials to uncover more insights and maximize yields. When it's go time, work with your local Pioneer team to make the most of every acre with Pioneer brand corn products. Pioneer, with you from the word go. See Impact Seed. Five Points Bank provides the best in customer service, banking products, and technology. Five Points Bank has the best customer service, real people taking care of my banking needs. Golden Club is the best account for seniors. Five Points Bank is the best bank. Five Points Bank has the best banking technology with the best bill pay, mobile banking, and more. Five Points Bank, the better bank, is proud of being a national leader in bank technology, making your banking more accessible, easier, and safer. The proceeding has been a Platte River Radio Classic Hits Power 99 Sports Production brought to you by Platte River Preps. To download this podcast or any of our podcasts, visit platteriverpreps.com. This is a classic.